This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Funny enough, I've never been in love. Oh. I keep looking at all the cameras like... <laughs> <laughs> Say it one more time. Like it's a live studio audience. Hello, everybody. It's Katie Austin here, and welcome back to Austin AF. So today, I'm really, really excited because I have actually two guests coming in, but they are as one. I am about to welcome in Sistine and Sophia Stallone, and I'm so freaking happy because they actually share kind of like a studio space with me. So they're actually just literally at right after this wall, they have their own talk show. If you guys are just listening on a podcast, we actually like have the same wall that we share. Um, they actually just signed to the production studio I'm signed with called Malka. So I want to kind of enter them into the Malka family. They host their own show called Unwaxed. I actually was a guest on their show back in June. So that was really fun. And that's how I was first introduced to them. I obviously was in the same sorority as Sophia and I known her, but at the same time introduced to Sistine and getting to know them has been so great. So I'm so excited for them to come in and we're going to talk a lot about what it's like to grow up with a famous dad because uh, I mean, I grew up with a famous mom, but it's nothing on like their level whatsoever. And then I also want to talk to them a lot about their dating life and just what they're up to right now and living in Los Angeles together. So before I welcome them into the Austin AF studio, I wanted to kind of talk about something a little bit more serious today, but something that I think is like really relevant in today's time, because first up, it really sparked me when I watched the new D'Amelio show, D'Amelio show last week. I don't know if you guys have heard anything about it. Charlie D'Amelio and Dixie D'Amelio, hopefully I'm saying their last name right. Uh, they actually just came out with a new show on Hulu. And first up, I thought it was going to be just like a reality show, kind of like in their life and whatever. But it's actually like more, I would say, a docu-series and really educational if that makes sense. It really shows an amazing side to them and how hard they work and how young they are and how their overnight success has really taken a toll on their mental health as well, especially Dixie. I think it's really great, even if you're not in the influencer space or the creator space or know nothing about TikTok, but to take a look at what social media can do to you. And I know they have, you know, over like, I want to say like, maybe 35 million Instagram followers and over a hundred million Charlie has on TikTok, which is wildly insane. I can't even imagine those, uh, those types of numbers as someone her age. I think she just turned 17. So she was like, you know, 15, 16 when all her rise to fame came about. And Dixie's only 19. Like that is so freaking young. And when I was watching the series, especially episode one and two, Dixie was crying about people writing hate comments to her. And I, I know I'm not on their level whatsoever, but it resonated a, shit ton with me because 
I last week actually went viral like two times-ish on TikTok. And recently TikTok has really been evil, like evil comments. People are so mean on TikTok, you guys. It used to be a place like what I personally thought. TikTok about a year and a half ago, when I really first started it, it was all nice comments. Everyone was so nice. Everyone's like, you're so pretty. Oh my God, you're so funny. Now it is literally, I got a comment today that's like, you do the devil's content. I'm like, okay, whoa, relax. So last week when I was watching this show, it's so funny because the night before I watched the Demilia show about the mean hate comments online that they got, the night before I had 221 comments under one girl's comment. So not even just like, it was a thread of 221 comments arguing if I was pretty or not. And I read all 221 comments. And I did this before bed. And let me tell you, it did not make me feel good at all. I actually like had to wake my boyfriend up. I was reading them as he was asleep next to me, which was like something I'd never suggest doing. If you are <laughs> going to read bad shit, don't read it at night um, <laughs> because you're just going to think about it and not go to bed at night. It was really hard. I'm not going to lie because I want to pretend and sit here like I'm the most confident girl and I don't have insecurities, but at the end of the day, like reading comments and trust me, like I think I'm, obviously I think I'm beautiful and like as you should too, if you're listening to this, you should think you're beautiful. And so I think when other people were arguing if I was pretty or not, it made me question myself and it made me doubt myself like, oh shit, they're right. And they really pointed out every insecurity about me. I had a hard time reading through these comments. I'm not going to lie because especially if you read a comment, one girl was like, well, I I wrote back actually one time. I said, ouch sis, that one hurt or something. And she's like, yeah, well, sorry, just really don't find you pretty. And isn't it great? We all can find other people attractive in this world and all have our own opinions with a little winky face, like a stupid little biatch. And that comment alone telling me I'm not pretty got over like 120 likes. So that means not only people were commenting that I wasn't pretty 221 times maybe, but also liking comments where I was ugly. So that one hurt for sure. Fast forward to yesterday, actually, I had a video that went viral again on TikTok People are telling me I'm the most annoying person in the world. People are telling me I hate it. they don't know how my boyfriend's with me. They also think that I'm a joke. They comment all the time. Like I said, also the devil's content, blah, blah, blah. Though some of them are like kind of funny, um, to be honest. But at the same time, like, yes, I'm not going to sit here and say those types of comments where I'm ugly, annoying, I'm a do-nothing bitch, don't get to me. Because they do get to me sometimes. You have to catch my mood for sure. I will say that. But if I'm having a little bit of an ounce of a bad day and I read 10 bad comments, of course, I'm going to think about it for a hot second. Even if you don't have followers online and you know, you're not in this world of being an influencer, we all get hate comments and we all have people talking shit about us. Let's be real. Um, and we can hear some rumors about us and it doesn't feel good. It feels really, really icky. I want to reiterate this because again, it's so cliche. You've heard it a million times, but what someone says about you says more about them. It speaks volumes of their insecurity. Okay. So just remember that at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with you and everything to do with how sad and insecure they are. If they're making a rude comment to you that is out of left field. If someone is commenting or t- saying, oh my God, that girl's not even pretty. Dude, Some she's insecure. The one person saying that is the one who is insecure. And 
I always say, don't give a shit what others think about you. But like we're human. Of course we care what other people think about us. Like it's, it, it does get to us. I'm like, come on now. So what can we do to not care so much about what other people think? I personally think it is an affirmation first off. You have to say to yourself, I don't care what this person thinks. I don't care what that person thinks. It doesn't matter. I'm me. I know who I am. What their opinion does not matter, blah, blah, blah. They're not perfect either. An affirmation to yourself, constantly reminding yourself that you don't care about other people's opinions and reminding yourself who you are, that you know yourself really well. You are you and that's all that matters. Number two, you are not for everyone. And that's just the matter of fact. I can know clearly on TikTok, I am definitely not for everyone. <laughs> I am not going to be pretty to everyone. I'm not going to be funny to everyone. I'm going to be annoying to a lot of people. But that's okay. Because you know what? I, what is that saying that's so freaking lame, but so true? You could be the ripest peach, but not everyone likes peaches. <laughs> and think about it. It's really, really true. So um, I mean, the world is so, so big. And just know that like, of course, you can't please everyone. I'm such a people pleaser. And so sometimes it's like hard for me to realize that I, I can't please everyone. But at the end of the day, if that person doesn't know me personally, so if you say, if that person says a hate comment about me and has never met me in real life and would not say that to my face, then I have to brush it under the rug because their opinion clearly does not matter. And I think if I sit in a room one-on-one with a girl who literally said I was the ugliest girl ever, I want to just ask her like, are you good? What's up? Like, what's up with your life? Because there's no way she would actually say that to my face. And I know that I believe in humanity that much. So if, if you are the type of person that comments, hate things or mean things on others' profiles or accounts, I want to just say why please check yourself. I think you might be part sociopath. <laughs> I don't think I would ever comment something hateful on someone I don't know's account. So please, please, please just rethink what you're saying. We're all human out there and just spread kindness, please, because it does get to the people um, that you think it won't even. I mean, even someone like Charlie D'Amelio has over a hundred million followers and you'd be like, how the hell does she read all those comments? She can see it. She can see it. So take that into account next time. Spread kindness, positivity, happiness, and try not to give so much about what other people think of you because you are you and that is your power. On that note, I am going to have Sistine and Sophia Stallone come in the studio. All right, you guys, look who's in studio. We have Sophia, Sistine. I am so freaking excited, you guys. We are so excited. I mean, the last time we did anything podcast-wise with you was over Zoom, and it was during the pandemic. I know, I know. And I let, I've never met you in person. I know. Already friends, So, already friends. I feel like I know you. But we actually, me and mm-hmm. Sophia, were in the same sorority at USC. Fight on, baby. And ITV. We were at DGs together. <laughs> oh, oh. I can do it, too. And fun fact, if y'all are just listening in a podcast, not watching on YouTube, right behind me is a wall that we share to a studio. So we actually have the same production company. And I just wanted to welcome you into the Malka family with episode 50. Cutest neighbor ever. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Your unwaxed podcast. So we have some voo right here. We're going to pop the champagne. I really don't hope I don't fuck up these cameras. Don't ask me to do it. You got it. I'm scared. I can't. Why am I always cringing when I... 
Uh-huh. Oh! <laughs> I nearly flew off the stool. I know. So we're going to pour some champagne. Thank you. You're so sweet. What a good host, Sophie. We I need know. to do this. I know. Here you Wait, go. Did you? I'll pour more of that. We usually bring tequila for our guests whenever they come in studio. Yes. And we forgot today. Did you forget it? That's awesome. Well, we're so good at this. 50 episodes in, we wow. still know how to do our job. <laughs> Oh, oh wow. that was pretty good. You okay. honestly do a great pour. Okay. Yeah, you, you need some more than that. You need some more than that. I know. After the day she's had. Okay. Love it. Well, cheers to you guys yeah. at Mocha oh, on Wax Austin F collabing Yay. right here. Wow. Mm. Honestly, this is really nice. <laughs> like, what time is it? Noon? I Perfect. feel like very French of us just to like, you know, mm. drink champagne as we talk. As I take Very a second fancy sip. right here. And you guys actually just had your dad on your yeah. show. How was that? Terrifying. Horrifying. <laughs> Nerve-wracking. You know, we really like, wanted to have him on for so long, but we you know, didn't feel comfortable with how we were podcasting and interviewing in the beginning. You know, With everything, it takes practice. And we thought, okay, if we're having Sly on, it's got to be perfect. So yes. like, yeah. Malka made it perfect at the studio, and it kind of was the perfect storm, but it was terrifying. Like, Do you ever feel like when your mom comes into your studio or she sees what you're doing and she's like, wait, I didn't realize how much yeah. of a production this is. Like, You did this on your own? Yeah, and so that was kind of the true. point we wanted to hit before we had him come on. We really wanted him to come and say... Wait, this is what you've been doing for the past year, and you've. Built I like really this. think that they just thought we were leaving the house for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, like, like a couple times a week. Give them something. They to had do. no idea what we sort of created with the show. So yeah. it was really wow. cool for my mom. She sat there too. So and you cool. guys talk a lot about like dating and boys and stuff. Does mm-hmm. your dad listen to your podcast? So he used to listen. He listened to the first one, which was like how to break up with a guy, whatever, and that was fine. The second episode was how to be a fuckboy. So from then on out, he stopped listening. And so I don't even think he's heard one since. I think he hears our clips and things and stuff. Oh, but, but he'll definitely be listening involved. to his. Yes, yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I remember when my dad started watching like my podcast stuff and listening and stuff, and I would talk about my my last podcast. I would talk all about hooking up with guys. And oh he gosh. would learn so much. My dad's so chill. He doesn't care at all. But he would learn no. so much about my life. Because I, you know, I'm not going to tell yeah, my parents that stuff. And he would, I would hop in the car on the way to like, he would like take me to the airport and he'd be like, so how was so-and-so? No, so, like, no, no, I'm cringing. I'm cringing. Please no, my this. dad doesn't do that. He, I mean, he just, all he knows about our dating life is if we ever need to end something with someone, he formulates the text. Whoa. Yeah. He honestly is a savant when it comes to breaking up yeah. with millennials. It's kind of like, freaky. He really okay. knows, because you know what he no, always says? He goes, I know how a man thinks. And you can't lead them on, and you got to be straightforward. And Sophie and I add a lot of fluff when we're breaking up because yeah. we feel bad. Be nice, but the straightforward always works. Yeah, it always works. Could you imagine if they knew that your dad was sending that text? Oh, I think they would have a heart attack. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like it'd be the worst type of breakup they'd ever experienced. Like not just us. Like we had to go to our dad to break up with oh you. Like I don't God. really know how someone would feel. Like oh, I got dumped by Rambo. Not well. The, <laughs> the problem is we expose ourselves a lot. I don't know if you mentioned names of guys and your experiences with them yes you do yes. see that's brave <laughs> that's brave because, because Sophia and I always talk about exes and we make up names but then they always know because they listen oh yeah and the scenario is the same as theirs exactly yeah. and the timeline makes sense so lately we've been saying oh my dad broke up with you and then that'll come back saying did your dad really send that text to break up with me and I was like yeah, yeah. Like, we're really exposing ourselves we out are. here with the podcast I mean I feel like how many guys actually I think every single guy we've talked to or talked about on the show has come back around saying like oh we wouldn't listen to the show and all of a sudden they're like wait was that me you're mentioning on that date okay, a little vein of a them. little bit i mean they just assumed for yeah a what the heck? but they are assuming correctly yeah. 
But it's still kind of just, I mean, I At feel least like subscribe if you're going to listen. Yeah, I, but you know what's <laughs> been great? I remember I had a guy um, I went on a date with and he was just not giving me anything. Like, guys, if you're out there dating a girl, like put in the effort, show her some like conversation, whatever. And he wasn't doing any of that. And I said that on the show. I was like, this guy I'm seeing, he just puts in zero effort. And it's just so annoying. Is this the guy called the bowl of oatmeal? Yes, yeah. the bowl of oatmeal. Oh, that's a Made horrible with just water. We'll explain oh, our theory God, on that sucks. one. We have a bowl of oatmeal theory that actually is the same formulated. But Thank he you. texted me that night and wrote this giant paragraph saying, I'm so sorry I didn't put in the effort. I'll do more. I'll do better. I felt horrible, but I also was like, this is the best way to tell a guy yes. exactly how you're feeling without having to tell them how you're feeling and to their face. they learn their lesson yeah. as well. Like, hopefully you're actually teaching them something. But I don't know if that's worse or my situation's worse. I'm talking to a guy and he told me the other day, he oh goes, look, I don't listen to your podcast because you told me not to. But my mom heard your last episode. No, no, yes, no, the last I, no, no. It literally, gets worse. It, it gets, gets worse. worse. It gets worse. You guys know exactly what this is. It was episode forty-nine, which was just Sophia and I kind of shooting the shit, getting back into the groove of things. And I mentioned the erotica that I'm reading right now, and we got into detail. And it's not any, you know, walk in the park erotica. I was talking about how it has clowns and knife, knife play. play. But we're sort of, okay. It sounds so intense. The joke is that I'm not into that, but Sophia okay, recommended like, it to me because it was so absurd. I that we had to share. But anyway, he heard, I mean, she heard everything. Well, and she talked about the <laughs> date and she talked about like his, her, like how it's going and stuff. And so we're just like, and this woman, oh. super nice, but like very much, she's a little bit more like yeah, strict, strict stern. and stern. And so hearing that, like, oh, my son's going out with someone that's reading and about I my play. a lot. I mean, <laughs> she probably thought you were hilarious though. I hope she knows it's I entertainment. Hope. Yes. Yes. You're like crazy. for real. I always want to say that. We're always like, it's the entertainment industry. Some things we over-dramatize. We're all yeah. make fun of it and like of just course talk about of course it, i want to go back to your dad and dating wise yeah, yeah is he scary or is he nice to the guys that you date okay i like <sighs> to say a 50 50 what yeah. did you say yeah he definitely is 50 50 he's not going to be super warm and welcoming when no. you first come through the door he may be give you a handshake and walk away <laughs> so then the guy's sitting there feeling super insecure the rest of the night but you know as you warm up to him and, and he just sees you there at the house more and more, he'll be like, oh, wait, you look really familiar. Like, he won't even remember yeah, the guy's no, name. No. And then eventually he'll invite you to watch UFC with him, and then that's when you're Honestly, in. he has a problem with saying our last boyfriend's name every time no, a new guy comes no, in. Oh, no, yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're lying. I dated a guy for a year, actually, like, the one that you probably know, and he kept calling him my high school boyfriend's name for, like, <laughs> yeah. a year. And I would have to always God. correct him. I feel like my dad, when it's a stamp of approval, he'll say to the guy, you want to come in the bar and have a cigar? Yeah. That's it. That's and he, he won't probably won't buy it. He probably won't talk to you that oh entire time. Mm-hmm. But that just means he's okay with you being around him. He honestly, oh if he had gosh. it his way, we would never get married and yeah. never date a guy. Like he just thinks <laughs> oh, that yeah. all men are gonna hurt us. And oh. he goes, You're not dating anyone. So oh. I know. So you're dating someone right now. Dating's loose. Okay. Talking to someone. Talking to someone, yes. Are you? I have told Sistine this a hundred times. I think I've never been more single in my entire life. I love that. Because I I genuinely, like, normally it's either maybe I'm on a dating app, maybe I'm, like, texting someone. I'm, like, straight up zero. Zero for zero. Can I I call Uh, you out? Can I call you out? Why? Call her out. When I was in quarantine for a year and a half, the phone never rang. And Sophia was dating, like... A madman. You are thriving. <laughs> I was sat on the couch for a year and a half straight. Now Sophia's on this whole kick of, 
I give up. I'm not trying anymore. And I said, there's like, I don't think it's a bad thing to look and seek out a relationship and try for one. I completely agree with you. Yeah. But I remember when I was on your guys' podcast on Wax, you guys were like, how do you find a guy? And I'm like, you guys are so young. You don't realize how young you are. Yeah. And at, me at 25, you just turned 25, yeah. right? Yeah. So me at 25, I think it like hit me. I swear yeah. when you turn 25, something like flips in your brain that's like, turn 25. I know exactly what I want, what I don't want. I'm not going to yeah. waste my fucking time and being single is yes. actually really good right now that's actually so funny you said that because i said to my mom the other day i was like i have this whole idea that i want to do with a relationship now which is not casually date i'm so over that i'm yeah. like i'm either going to focus on my work and if the right guy like the perfect guy comes along then i will start dating exactly and i've been saying this stupid tiktok uh manifestation thing every day i don't know if you've heard of it it's i don't chase i attract with belongs yes. to me will simply find me i'm so sorry wait I'm say like, that one more time i don't chase i attract what belongs to me will simply find me. And I've been saying yep. it a lot. And I think a lot of things in my life have been coming up just because I haven't forced it. And so I'm just hoping that some, maybe I'll have a meet cute. I'll be at a coffee shop. If anyone wants to like yep. order the same coffee as me. I mean, it's like, <laughs> what coffee on. shop will you be at? I no, know, I'm like the Starbucks. <laughs> no, go Robinson. to a bookstore. If you meet Sophia at a bookstore, she'll propose to you. Oh right yeah, I will propose to you. Yeah, well, I, I know think you that's will. the beauty about like, you know, getting older, dating. I'm 27 and you know, you're 25 now. It's like, we know what we want. We know what we don't want. And mm-hmm. we're not going to put in like an insane amount of effort yeah. to like mm-hmm. really go after it because if it works, it works. I've been in the talking stage with guys for like mm-hmm. four months, right? Like right. literally four months. Me. And me and my boyfriend started dating within like two, three dates. So it's like, wait, when you know, you know, I know. Isn't that wild? Wait, what? What? Wait, that's amazing. Now I'm like counting how many dates I've been on. (laughs) So did he ask you on the third date, uh, do you want to be my girlfriend? Or how was that conversation? It was like, uh, are we hooking up with other people? Like, no, we both really like each other. And meanwhile, this man, my current boyfriend has never had a girlfriend is in his entire life. What, really? So this was like really like whoa for him. You know, it wasn't like a guy who like dates a lot of girls like, oh, like love bombing. You know what I mean? It was oh, like, yeah. it was it was seriously just like we knew that we were obsessed with each other and within like the third date. And so I think that's like when you get older, like you know when you yeah. know. Yeah. Well, we always said this on our show that the difference between a boyfriend and dating someone to casually date, you you can feel it. And yes. it's the comfortability. And it's like when you go on this date, you don't even feel like you have to try. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's yes. so many dates where Sissy and I always feel like we're a show, a pony. What was that we would say? A show a, pony. A show pony. Like we're trying to tell them like exactly what we're doing, like how great we are, like oh, right. trying to impress them. Oh and my God. we leave the date almost exhausted. And so we realize the difference between like that and a boyfriend is those times we've had a boyfriend, it's been just seamless. And you're like, we just know we work and yeah. like we don't want to find anyone else. Right. So I feel like that's what I maybe like you're experiencing, but you've experienced. I mean, I'm trying to experience, but I think that people need to remember that it's like the comfortability level you can feel with someone yeah. immediately. I is completely exactly yeah. agree. Highlight. I want to ask you guys something. Yeah. Do you find trouble with dating with so many Instagram followers and who your dad is? I don't ever think it's been an issue for me. I, I mean, I never look at um, my Instagram and and relationships now. I don't think some men have had the right intentions. Absolutely, yeah. like I've been on a date where a guy has brought a resume to the date before. I'm sorry, what? Yes. No. Yes. Like trying for you to hand that to, resume to your dad. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So there have no. been there this have story been, is so funny. Even how it's set up was like hilarious. I want to hear it. Meet you. I thought you know we were at a Halloween party. 
Yeah. Wasn't it a Halloween yeah. party? Mine was way party? My, my beginning was worse. It was two cute guys standing around a Halloween party, and Sistine thought one of them was cute. I well, I was, was giving cute. him eyes severely. <laughs> yeah. I was like, if these eyes don't pull you in, then I'm bad at what yeah. I do. I thought the other one was cute, so I said, all right, Sistine, I'll go in, pull the other one. You go for the guy that you've been like, eyes staring out, whatever. I'm making out a, with, I'm sure. making out for the past hour. <laughs> And so we're having these conversations. She's popping off. I was having a great conversation with this guy. Like he was saying how he wants to like show me around, all this stuff. Suddenly I get a tap on the shoulder and it's this really angry girl behind me. And she goes, who are you? And I go, what? I'm Sophia. Who are you? And she goes, I'm his fiance. Ooh. And he literally pulls, he goes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my fiance. And I was, he goes, oh yeah, I forgot. Uh, he so, did not say I forgot. No, he, he didn't say I forgot. But he it was, was honestly like... Taken aback that she was even that. Okay, the party. but that's yeah. not fair. That's when I don't understand why girls do that because yeah. it's like if I, mean, I saw a girl talking to my boyfriend, I would like just go up and be like, "Hi," like all kind. It's like don't be insecure in that situation. Yeah. I definitely like was doing the arm touching, but I didn't know they had a yeah. girlfriend. Like, I was being a cocktails. I was doing a little like flirting. Hi, and then I just I mean I got mad just because of the fact that one girls. If you see a scenario, don't get mad at the girl first. No, yeah. come on. Like, assume that he's what? not wearing a ring. You know exactly. He's the one that's like standing around. So, so yeah. around. I was tortured over there. I was getting the digits, and I was feeling good. <laughs> he was super cute. We go on a date two days later. Oh my god! And not even before drinks came out, he pulls out his resume, and I was like, Oh, what the hell? How does he what? do it though? Literally, he like tucked it into his back, uh, the back of his pants, and like pulled it out of his shirt, and says what when he puts it down. He goes, I've actually, you know, I'm an actor and, and I, producer, I'm a producer and director. I write. And I'm like, so you do it all? Like, wow. Uh, <laughs> so cool. Next boy in LA. Literally. And I was like, I, I, he went to the bathroom um, like halfway through the appetizers and I, I told the waiter to get the check. <laughs> Good for you, I dude. Know. Holy shit. That's a boss move. But I way. wish I paid for the meal too. I wish I said, you know, you know what? This one's on me. I'm out. Because, I, you know, at that point, I'm like, you know what? I don't want you to owe me anything. I don't want to owe you anything. Yeah. I should have just gotten the bill and left. But I got out of there real quick. And yeah, it was horrible. So back to your question, though. Uh, Sophia and I don't date any sort of quote unquote famous people or people with a lot of followers. Right. So I don't think we've ever had that issue besides that guy um, where it's been like they've looked at us differently. I think the only thing I would say is they are very intimidated of us before. Like I, think I would it, be too. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, which is yeah. fair because I mean, you look at our show. We're screaming about like dating and this and that twenty four seven, and then we have this name that is like probably the scariest name for guys. Like, you just, like, why is the man, like, you don't want to mess with? And so they assume that we're going to come in hot, which we do. We're, like, we're pretty loud on dates sometimes. I feel like I kind of overtake the conversation mostly. But (laughs) that's just the problem is, like, I feel like these guys don't take initiative, which is what I want. Because I, like, I want to be like a little girl at the end of the day. But I think sometimes... Are, are you good at dating? Like, a conversation no. on a oh. date? Uh, how many drinks we having? You oh, know? Yeah, so yeah, two yeah. I'm in me. I'm really good. You're really yeah. good. But you're yeah. like a good talker. I talk and I listen, too. Like, mm. I follow up with a lot of questions. See, that's something Sophia and I don't do. No, that's not true. <laughs> yes, the guy it said is. I, Sophia, I will tell Sophia, you why. Do you remember the guy on the date told me after the end of the date? We didn't go out after this because he said to me, that felt like an interview. And I was like, well... Well, why are you interviewing him? That's my point. <laughs> this last, this guy I'm talking to now, I thought we're so many dates in. I'm going, why is he so shy with me still? Like, I, I wanted to open up more. I want to talk. And Sophia goes, Sistine, why don't you shut your pie hole and listen? <laughs> Let him talk. 
You guys, I dig just it, shutting my mouth. Who knew? He was so talkative. Don't you wish sometimes <laughs> that we could be mysterious girls? Okay. Uh, I wish. I wish. I wear my heart on my sleeve. I feel like though guys say to me, they're like, I feel like I know you, but I don't know you at all. <laughs> because yeah. they're like, you talk a lot about yeah. everything, but then you don't talk about your feelings. And so I have no idea what you're thinking. And that's yeah. my problem. So they'll yeah. know my entire life story, but just like nothing underneath the surface because I don't want anyone to hurt me. So I feel like that's like my defense mechanism. So sure, Poor guys. Yeah, she I wears her heart on her sleeve mostly though. Yeah. I dive shallow head first into that pool of love. So basically <laughs> when you say you wear your heart on your sleeve, like you, you can fall in love easily or? Well, funny enough, I've never been in love. Oh. I keep looking at all the cameras like, yeah. <laughs> like, like say it one more time. Like it's a live studio audience. Um, <laughs> no, I've never been in love, and I think that is pathetic for my age. What? I don't think so at all. I oh, don't think amazing. Okay. Well, it's hard because my little sister was in love in high school. Sophia's been in a long-term relationship. She's been in love, and I was like, I want it. And it's so crazy because I think when I say I wear my heart on my sleeve, it means more I will put in a lot to the relationship yeah. and I don't really expect that back. I just want to help them fix them and I think I, you know. Well, maybe you people. wear your heart on your sleeve because you've never been in love, you know? Yeah, like I yeah. think I'm, oh, I was more closed off because I've been so heartbroken like twice in my life, so I was like like very skeptical, you know right, what I mean? It was right, like the opposite right. of it. So you're more like me where you don't give it as much or do you do you yeah. do- did you with him though? Before my boyfriend now, I was like yeah, that. I was but I just knew we had me and my current boyfriend had like such a strong connection mm-hmm. and it was almost like, you know, date three, I knew I was in love with him. That's oh, <laughs> so that's crazy. So... But I literally was in love with him by the third third date, you guys. I oh, can I tell you something? Yes, please. I've never said this. <laughs> Say it. I've never ever said this, and I'm really sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening. Do it. I accidentally <laughs> Oh my god. I accidentally told him I loved him while we were having sex for the first time. Stop it, did you? No, it's no, not, okay. Sophia. Well, it's, it's sweet. Horrible. It's sweet. So it's sweet. I literally, it's sweet I, now. The it's next sweet. day, the next day, I called up my guy friends, and my guy friends were there, and my girlfriends were around. Like, I called people up, and they're like, oh, I'm so sorry, he's never going to talk to you again. Oh, no. Well. Everyone told me he's never going to talk to me again. And then he didn't text me for a full 24 hours. Oh. And I was like, sweating in my boots, like, literally like, oh, okay, ruin that one. I would have a cocktail an hour after that. No, I was so paranoid and I was so nervous. Oh my god, my anxiety. Did he say it back to you? Fuck no! (laughs) Are you kidding? I have a question. Are you kidding? What did he say now that you guys are dating? And you guys have probably brought that conversation up. We laugh hysterically. What did he say that he thought about when you said it? Well, we knew like I didn't actually mean it at the time. Like it wasn't like it was just like in the moment type thing. Like looking in his eyes, whatever, and he pulls back. He's like. What? Did you guys bring it up the next time you hung out? No, because I was so embarrassed. I couldn't, I actually had a pit in my stomach that I couldn't do it. And then I didn't bring it up until we started saying I love you in like real life. Oh, I was like, remember that one time he was like, holy shit, I do. I never wanted to bring it up because I felt so bad for you. Did you think that you, (gasps) oh my God, oh my God, he did not say that. Yeah. Did you think like he, do you think you really were in love with him at that time? Or do you think you were just like, you felt lovey because of the situation yes, you were exactly. in. Yeah, yeah like yes. you're vulnerable. You I really think, like this I've guy. I've said this yes. before, though. You're I, happy. I've actually said a guy like he made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh my god, I love you. But like, 
I say that to my girlfriends. Right. You don't know. I think I, I said, told you I that said before. That, I said that to a but guy. But I, I used to say to my girlfriends, like, dude, die. I love you. But then I remember I said that and I was like, no, not like that. Like, you know what, though? I don't like, think, sorry. I think it's not a bad thing. I think okay. men take it and spin it and they think that we're serious and they think that we're crazy, right? And you say it. No, I think it's a sweet thing. If you heard that from a guy, you'd be like, oh, that's so nice. Knowing uh, he wasn't. Not, it depends I, the level of. Uh, you know, it, it depends. I'm trying to blame men for this. Stop making us feel bad, guys. I will say there's a difference between it being a very clear mistake and saying an actual I love you on the fourth date. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So I think if you accidentally say I love you and you get so concerned, because I've actually said, I've accidentally said I love you saying bye to a guy that I was talking to for like three months and it was like again really awkward and I wanted him to know I didn't mean it mm-hmm. so like I brought it up again and then it just made things more awkward I think uh, just like let it go yeah. let it go forget it even happened because you know people make mistakes and also yeah. it's like it's a moment of intense emotional it's just like even sometimes you just slip it out because you're so I say I love you to everybody yes yeah I totally agree Same. if that ever happens just like let it fly under the rug and also if the guy's mature enough He'll let it fly under I the know, rug. I feel as well. like, like a lot of a lot of sweet under the rug. Why would fly under the rug? Fly right under that rug, like a ladder. <laughs> is, is this making me drunk? Or Magic right? carpet ride. <laughs> you know, no, what I think is? I think sometimes we're really hard on ourselves when we do silly things like that in a relationship, and it says something about the girl if you can laugh it off. Agree. When you laugh, when you embarrass yeah. yourself, laugh it off. This also reminds me of when girls get too drunk around a guy that they really like. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, if it's like the third yeah. or fourth date and you get really wasted by accident. Yeah. My two drink minimum um, has hit every single time I've gone me on a date. Me too. And I definitely am like, oh, this is just going to go downhill if I have another one. And I do. Yeah. So, is yeah. there, when you get too drunk and you like do something embarrassing and you're having like that anxiety the next day, do you guys text the guy saying sorry or you laugh it off or how would you guys mm. play? Off. What did you do when you fell off the bar stool? Thank you, Sophie. Oh, tell the story, please do. <laughs> I've never told this. Oh, she's never told this story. No, We're getting so, an exclusive. It's so, so, it's so right. sweet. Sophia's um, nickname, by the way, when she drinks is Bambi because her feet just forget how to work. Shut the fuck it's up. So That's cute. cute. Really um, cute. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> um, so I was going out with this guy, and this was probably our third date. And we just get along so well. He's hilarious, I'm hilarious. <laughs> kidding but um we go to these uh we go to dinner and we have a cocktail and I forgot to eat before that and he was like I'm not really that hungry so I'm like same I don't know why I said that and so I had like a cocktail there and then we're like let's go to a bar I had another shot another cocktail I go to another place another shot another cocktail my drink I said again is two I had probably like four five six at this point then we go to the last bar. No. Take a shot. Oh. And um, I'm about to sit on this bar stool. And when I say I completely miss the bar oh, stool. No, 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 no. I no. Completely, like, imagine these two stools. Like, I hit the bottom. My dress flies back. I just am so no. embarrassed. Like, I know it's that bad. Oh, my God. And the thing is, thankfully, oh like, when I drink, I, I am trying to be as sober as possible. Like, I'm one of those yeah. people, like, I am focused. So when that happened, it sobered me up. And I was oh, hell yeah, dude. so embarrassed. I'm like, oh, oh, my God. And the guy was laughing. And I went home. And I literally woke up the next day like Sassine's never gonna call me again I looked so sloppy and that's never how I am like I'm so more like and did he call you again he did and then we went on like another few times he's like no that was hilarious like you're totally fine that means you know have you ever heard of Tinks's box theory I say it sometimes well okay so Tinks was on my show she's like a TikToker and she was on Austin AF I think like episode 15 so Mm -hmm. a little while back now and she was talking about box theory and basically box theory is by like 
the second or third date, I sorry if I mess this up a little bit, but he'll know whether he wants to date you or he oh, yeah. doesn't want to date mm. you. And I believe that. Oh, I believe it. I I feel like Oh yeah, I feel like that that was the perfect instance of me completely messing up. And if he really just wanted to sleep with me, which is like what we didn't do, but if he just wanted to do it, he probably yeah. wouldn't put in as much effort. But I think he actually That's wanted true. to date me because we went out a bunch more times right. after that and he just like let it go by. Like, oh that was totally fine. Who cares? But I also think you gotta just own your mistake. Like, yes. Yeah. Be confident in it. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, I wish I was so much more going, you know what? If he gives me judgment for that, like, then I don't want to go out with him anymore. Because yeah. think about how how you guys take it when a guy embarrasses himself on a date. Do you ever make him feel bad? You almost like laugh with him and be like, oh my God, it's totally fine. And then you make fun of yourself so he feels better. If he's insecure after he does something like weird or goofy, then it is such a turnoff. Yeah. yeah. If he's like like thinking about and like doubting himself, you know what I mean? I it's totally such agree. a turnoff. I, totally I actually want to, going back to theories here, I want to hear about the oatmeal theory. Oh my God. Oh yeah. It's so dumb. I hope it makes sense <laughs> to someone out there. Okay, explain it. I said on our podcast, every guy is like a bowl of oatmeal, right? Yeah. So oatmeal can be flavored and made tons of different ways. Some guys are just porridge. You're like, ooh. ooh. You can some have guys, it every day and it tastes oh, right. good. So, it like gives you some see, like, satisfaction, yeah. but it just it gets bland after so a while. So what I use what I use for Sophia's guy, for example, is like he is like oatmeal made with water. Like you can eat it every day, but you're not going to be satisfied every day. Mm, you know, mm-hmm. you got to find a guy that'll put some almond butter in there, maybe some almond Take milk. Take me to church, some cinnamon, <laughs> some brown some sugar. Some raspberries, some blueberries. No, that's, that's that brown sugar. Sense. Yeah, I think it does make <laughs> well, sense. It was kind of a joke. We're just like saying that to keep it going longer, you need to find a guy that has like all the qualities that you kind of want to keep yourself yes, satisfied. The toppings are the, the topping. qualities. Because it, if you just have the water and oats every day, Ugh, you're just going to no. be wasting your time. Yeah. And then you're just going to be, yeah. You're going to so be dissatisfied. Speaking of qualities, what are your three top qualities in a guy? Ooh. Both of you. Ready? Go. Oh, oh, has to be funny. Okay. Has yes. to have good banter. Ba- oh. Banter. Talk shit to me. A little bit Mock me just a little bit. That's, okay, yeah. I have a dry sense of humor. I'm very sarcastic and dry. I need to I need to get it back. Yes. And I think someone who is really I'm really loyal, so hopefully someone's really loyal as well. Haven't always experienced that, so it should be exciting one day. <laughs> um, and just someone that's like giving. Because I feel like I give a lot, so I'd like oh, to, to get I like some. that. Yeah. I like it a lot. I like someone that is very loyal that I never have to worry about. Mm-hmm. Like he can go out with the guys because I'm a very, per- I'm a person that like you can go out with whoever who you want. Like you have girlfriends, like I don't care, but just be loyal. Um, yeah, someone that's funny, like that just is adventurous too and ambitious. I think those are huge oh, things for me. I'm like yeah. I need ambitious. someone that wants oh, to spontaneous keep it going. is a good yeah, one. Yeah, but like too. I also want someone that is like so feel, get out of bed, let's go to. Uh, Six Flags. Like, I don't know. Something like, oh, Sophia, let's go to like Mexico today. Like, I don't know. I mean, that would be great if I can find that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Um, Let's hop on this private jet. Yeah, let's just just whip up all the money I have. (laughs) (laughs) But like, someone that just wants to keep doing more and like trying new things. And I think that's what makes life fun is like when you can really experience all those first with someone. Um, And I feel like I always say like experiences are so much better than gifts. Like, I would rather have a guy say, I don't want to buy you a necklace. I want to buy you. You always said that you want to do yoga with goats. Oh, whiskey. Tasting with goats. Yeah, Ooh. you can do that. Interesting. So wow. like that. Like I think yeah. those are more fun. Huh. So someone that does that. I've actually never heard of that. Also, someone that I'll has something like ambitious going. on. I think ambition is like the hottest thing. Yeah. Uh, a guy could have truly. Um, besides being funny, obviously. I want to transition here just a little bit because dating. You know, there's a lot to talk about dating. Yeah. But <laughs> I, in the beginning of this episode. 
was talking about, I don't know if you guys watched the new D'Amelio show uh, with like Dixie D'Amelio and Charlie oh, D'Amelio yeah, how, on bit. Hulu and like how basically I watched it last week and it kind of like really resonated with me. Obviously, nowhere near hundreds of millions of followers, but how Dixie was crying because she was reading hate comments online about her. Right. And I recently have been getting so many hate comments on TikTok in really? particular. Oh. I don't know why. I always get them on Instagram and YouTube and I never really give a fuck. It's like every once in a while. On TikTok, yeah. it's absurd. I well, She always says that. Can I totally relate. I've always said that the hate comments on TikTok are so creatively written that they hurt in a different way. Ooh, like, that's exactly that, what it is. I don't know what it is. These kids, are like, they compare me to things and people and the way that they write it is so witty and clever that I'm like, oh my God, now I'm only thinking about that, but I agree. I there's a lot more hate on TikTok, TikTok for some reason. But I don't think TikTok realizes that because the most liked comment is the one that's the highest, so people are trying to find the hardest, meanest, funniest comment yeah. to make. So, so they, they get likes. Go up. So yeah. they're all, not. Ooh. I wouldn't say they're like promoting something, like promoting hate. Like that's not what I'm saying. But I am saying that I think sometimes the comments, like obviously some of the liked comments are nice. But the ones Not that get usually. the most liked are usually the ones that are the most hurtful. Totally. And I was saying in the beginning, uh, you're so right about that. That's something I never even thought of, too. Uh, last week, I had a video that went viral, and it's deleted now because fuck that. Uh, mm-hmm. I had 221 comments in a thread underneath one comment, and all the girls, girls, were arguing over if I was pretty or not. Are you serious? And I read it before bed, and I was like, couldn't sleep. I was like, oh yeah, I'm not pretty. This is sucks. Like whatever. And I was doubting myself. And obviously, right. I woke up and I'm fucking fine. Like whatever. Yeah, I'm a very yeah. confident girl. I can handle myself. But do you guys ever let these comments get to you? Yes, absolutely. And I think if you say you don't, then that's just you must be a super woman. Yeah, because yeah. Sophie and I have been dealing with. It's funny because you say you got hate from a lot of women. We get hate from like 90% men. And so since we were 13, we were getting called fat and and just like these grown-ass men just calling us names and and whores and skanks and uneducated and like on and on and on and on and like it's it's hard to yeah it's hard to ignore because but we always say i've never left a a comment section feeling better about myself Mm -hmm. so it's the only way you can do it is to ignore but it's almost like you go and you post and you like because you're getting that hit of endorphin like you like to see all the comments come in and then of course, you're going to see the ones that hurt your feelings, and it just yeah. brings you yeah. right back down. It's like an endless cycle. I, no, the, totally. I also the worst part is when they compare all of us together. Like, who's the hottest? Oh my god! The oh my god! And they do that a lot. Like, I think that's one of the most. Oh, we get that in person. That's yeah. horrible. Yeah. We get that a lot more what recently, especially as we're getting. Old. I know, and that's been like I think the hardest because, of course, like every person has their preference of like who they think is the most attractive. But it's like everyone has their type. Well, it's yeah, but it, it's hard because like sometimes we'll start like comparing to like, oh, did I look ugly in that video? Like, is she prettier than me? Because she's skinnier or she because she has a butt or she doesn't oh my god and i think that yeah and i think that's been something like i'm the first to say like i still get really upset about it like i yeah. still cry it still hurts me but i thankfully have my family and my friends that tell me like don't listen to it it's not true but it is a daily thing you need to remind yourself i think you it's when it comes to confidence and anything yes. to self-build you have to repeat it every single day and remind mm-hmm. yourself it's almost like you need to not trick your mind but train your mind right. to see yourself as you know what? I don't give a shit what they say. I love me. I look great. And they're just some sad person behind the, a screen wanting so to make sad. someone else feel so bad. So sad. It says way more about them than it does of anyone yeah. else and how insecure they are. Totally. And 
I know you guys have probably experienced this. I've experienced being compared to my mom. I don't know if you guys know this, but my mom had her own TV show for 26 years mm-hmm. on ESPN and Lifetime. Yeah. Obviously, nowhere near the level of your, your dad's fame. But at the same time, people are always like, she's just where she is because of who her mom is. Oh my God. And I'm doing the exact same career as my mom, so yeah. it gets really tough because I get all her fans who are like 50-year-old women who you think they'd be so kind to someone like me who's a lot younger than them, but they're so mean to me because yeah. they constantly compare me. And and I'm like, do you guys just sometimes like you understand how blessed you are to be yeah. the daughter of someone like oh, yeah. that? But it's a little bit of a curse sometimes because you want to just be so successful in your own right. Sophia and I were literally I, saying this on the way here. I literally said this in the car today. Yeah. And it was so funny because I was thinking about this today and I was like, you know, Sistine, we're really ambitious and so are you. We really want to do the best we can and we want to work as hard as we can. We put in the time for our podcast just like you and doing the content that we do. But it's almost like a double what is it? Double edged sword. sword, which is if we don't do anything, we're lazy and mm-hmm. we're spoiled. Or if we do do something, it's nepotism and we don't work hard for it. And so, and I'm not saying that the opportunities that we've been given, it hasn't opened doors. And I'm absolutely not saying that. And I totally understand my privilege there. But it is sometimes hard when it's constantly being like, you really don't do anything and you don't deserve yeah, anything that you're yeah. doing. And, and it's, it's just, hard. Yeah, and that's the hardest part. Because like, we work so hard. Yeah, we work hard. And it's like, yes, we may have some advantages and I, we are fully using that to our advantage and we're never not blessed about it. We make sure we're nice to everybody in the room. We're on time. We are like working as hard as we can. Like I think that's what we can do. If like with the privilege and the position that we're in, we can only do what we can, which is be the best selves we can be. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And I think first things first is recognizing our privilege, which is huge. Mm -hmm. But I I love the quote of someone like to, you know, understanding like where we come from is like we might have doors open because of, you know, who like where we grew up, but at the same time, it's no one's gonna walk us through that no. door. Mm-hmm. No one's gonna, you have to still fucking walk yourself through that door and do yeah. that hard work to get through the door. Mm-hmm. The door might be open. That doesn't mean no, like any, we're gonna get through it. I know. We always say that um, people open the door for us, but um, they're not keeping it open. We gotta keep it open. We gotta That's have true. our foot right in the doorway yeah. so that it doesn't fully close. I think in some ways, some people don't want us to do better just or do well it's, because it's, it's kind like, of, yeah. it's kind of funny though, because just because your parents had success in their careers, are the kids not allowed to? It's like so I don't, it's it's very odd and I, I totally agree because at one point I was trying to act and that was a total mistake because following in something that my dad was wildly successful at, it was almost like people, even if I thought I did a good job, people would still say, You're only getting this because of this reason, you're trash, you're this and that, you'll never be like him. Like obviously, mm-hmm. but I'm not him. So at what point are we allowed to have the opportunity to be our own individual separate Absolutely. from our parents and not being known for their legacy but to create our own. So it's, you know, I think it's something that my mom always says, you just got to keep doing you and working hard and, and you yeah, know, you'll right. you'll make your own path. But it, it's so funny because people always, like I, my mom was a fitness like icon back in the mm-hmm. day So and I'm, now I do fitness. So people are like, you're only doing that because your mom. But like, wait, no, no, no. I like it too. I like it too. Yeah. And you don't understand. I grew up around it since I was zero. Exactly. So of course it's I what like you know. it. It's exactly. what I know. Mm-hmm. So like, that's the thing. I don't think people realize like, what your parents do, you're around all the time. So, so a lot of the time, sometimes the kids end up going into what their parents do. Right. Right? Yeah. So we were around entertainment. Like you, even you, like with your mom doing fitness, it was still an entertainment 
it's right, formed. Totally. So you're like, okay, I want to do a podcast. I want to do social media. And that's for us. Like we want to be on TV. We want to speak. We love it's doing like these interviews. It's like we're part of an entertainment family. We're going to stay in the Absolutely. entertainment world. It just makes sense for us. But I guess it's a matter of what they'll let like us in. Imagine someone giving a guy shit for falling in his dad's finance footsteps. Like, yeah. pff, come yeah, on, exactly. dude. You don't, you don't ever hear that. No, exactly. And it's like, we know what we know. And I think we're pretty, all pretty good at it. And so why not try it? And it's like, okay, yeah. by the way, my mom never tells us, like, we had to do it. Like, I, and our family's never said, like, you had to no, go into fitness. You have to be on TV. No, we chose this. My mom's like, actually, this is mm-hmm. going to be a lot harder if you do choose this, because you're going to have a lot more pushback because people are going to compare you all the time. And so we're like, okay, well, I mean, I'm not going to be a marine biologist. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. I was in a race around it. So I'm going to go into what I know. And mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, we're just going to do us. And yes. um, I mean, it's just, yeah, I feel turn like that's all. Turn off the comments section. Yeah, turn off the Absolutely. Section. I mean, that just kind of sums up that. <laughs> comments of hate right there. Oh my God. Um, I want to get into one of our last segments here. It's called Mood Boosting Mantra. In Mood Boosting Mantra, you say something like an affirmation that rings true to you, yourself, something that you either tell yourself like every day or even could be this week. Mm-hmm. So do you each individually have a mantra that really rings true to you? For me, I think mood boosting anything is when I look at myself in the mirror and I go, you are good enough you are beautiful, you're hardworking, success, happiness, and romance will flow freely to you. All roadblocks will go away. And that was something that I did hear on TikTok. Like half of it was on TikTok and half of it wasn't. But I actually do say mantras to myself every single day, especially ones that I can remember. I know that I don't chase, I attract. But I think when it comes to having confidence and going into work situations or romantic situations, just telling yourself that it will be successful you are beautiful, you are hardworking, and it's going to work out seamlessly. And I so love that. That's something that I would... I, I love that a lot. Yeah. That was really awesome. Really well said. Really profound. Oh, I was, thank my you. <laughs> I, I don't have one mantra I go by, but something that I do a lot is I talk to myself in the mirror a lot. Love that. Thank God no one's walked in yet because it just looks <laughs> insane. I'm, that A lot of the time I'm I'm looking at my body in the mirror and I'm just completely picking it apart, like, why isn't my waist smaller to my hip bone? And I'm like, you know, the way my body's built, like, that doesn't really make sense for it. No, right. And it's like, and still, I I look at it like it's not enough or I'm not good enough. So I'm always looking in the mirror being like, this is actually beautiful. Stay with it. And if a guy doesn't like it, that's his problem. You need to learn to like it because I think I always found, you know, validation through other people. And another thing I do is if I'm going into, like, a really important business meeting or or something that requires me to act less scared and more professional, I will look in the mirror and say, like, you are a boss woman. You fucking Hell got this. Yeah. You walk in there, you own it, you own the room. And I swear to God, it just gives you this, like, boost of energy. And I always do that. I love that. You know what my dad always said? Like, hmm. weirdly, this came from my dad. When I was playing lacrosse when I was little, and I was like, this was like 10th, grade, ninth grade, I was kind of like insecure on the field and I wanted to be better. He was like, you're going to walk out on the lacrosse field and say to yourself, you're Katie fucking Austin. <laughs> yeah, you're baby. Katie fucking Austin. Repeat yep. it. And my sister always said, I'm Kelly fucking Austin. And it was like this whole thing. And we were in high school, by the way, yeah. playing lacrosse. And I was oh, like, yeah. I love that. That's yeah, so, yeah. so true. Yeah. It's so true. Honestly, if you say that in the mirror 12 times, yeah. I guarantee you, you're going to walk into any room. Any room. Like, I'm here. I agree. You got to hype yourself up. You oh, are your yeah. best friend. 
Give Hell us some yeah. love. Yeah. You know what? Speaking of that, talk to yourself like you would your best friend. Yes. Imagine you sitting there in the mirror saying, and your best friend was like saying something like, you know what? I'm not good enough. What would you say to her? Yeah. Oh, so say exactly. exactly what you say to her to yourself. So... I love that. Yeah, <laughs> I think a it's great a great point. place to end right there. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much. And make sure to listen to Unwax Podcast. Where can they find y'all? Unwax Podcast on Instagram. Sistine Stallone on Instagram. Sophia Stallone on Instagram. We also have YouTube. We have TikTok. All Unwax Podcast. Um, pretty simple. Yeah, good yeah, Hell yeah. And welcome to the Malka family, y'all. Yay! Cheers. Cheers. Thanks, for Thanks for coming on, guys. Yeah.